Hey, what is going on guys? It's DK. Back at you with another video here to bring the 10 game NBA main slate on Friday. Before I get into the video, if you guys are new to the channel, welcome. Happy Friday. My name is DK. I make daily videos and live stream for NBA and NFL slates on DraftKings. And I make videos for NBA Top Shot as well. If you're unable to watch these videos, I also upload an Apple podcast link down below. It's called the DK DFS Show. If you're interested in signing up for premium content, I offer that at patreon.com and esports package. That includes Call of Duty and CSGO. We get CSGO slates every single day. We get Call of Duty slates four times a week, most weeks. And then I also offer an NBA package. I do want to thank Underdog Fantasy for sponsoring this episode. If you guys are not familiar with Underdog Fantasy, they offer daily fantasy snake drafts as well as season-long best ball. So if you're a big best ball player, you should check out Underdog. They have a million dollar to first best ball NFL tournament that's going on right now. And this again, they still have some NBA stuff as well. So um, after you guys sign up and make your first deposit, you can use the code DKDFS, DKDFS, all one word, link down below. You will get a money back guarantee up to $100. And finally, thank you guys for all of the support. Again, live streams this week have really been insane. I know I've said that basically every single video, but I think we hit almost 400 viewers. Uh, we hit like 100 and close to 150 likes in the live stream. Uh, crazy, crazy to think about. Also, again, a few subscribers away from that 9,000 mark. So if you're not subscribed, make sure to do so. And um, yeah, make sure to like the video uh, and let's aim for 150 likes. And as always, I will be doing a YouTube live stream tomorrow. So make sure to check that out. I'll talk about game theory, answer your guys' questions. Um, yeah, I'll be live tomorrow on my YouTube channel. So, all right, before we talk about players and their prices for this 10 game slate, we can look back at my lineup here from Thursday. And as I say with most videos, uh, and with most NBA slates, after after the slate's over, I'm, I'm in a lot of pain. Um, you know, a, a late pivot from Siakam and Corey Joseph to Luka and Goga it could not have gone worse. So, ugh, ugh, right? Uh, just just not good. So, we can go over my lineup. Uh, here, I'll, I can get out of the way so you guys can see. But uh, yeah, I uh, used Westbrook, Van Fleet, Luca, Sekou, uh, Ken Birch, Caruso, Tasman Bain. Uh, we'll talk about that. In this. I'm so mad at myself for falling for that one. And Goga, who barely played. So, all right. Where should I start with the tilt? Uh, let's start with low-owned Luka Doncic. Smash matchup. I just, I swear, I can't get this guy right this year. Every single time I play him, he goes for 40, 50 fancy points. When I fade, he goes for 70 to 80. I knew he'd be low-owned. It was a shot I was willing to take, but still frustrating. Again, because I pivoted off Siakam, who went absolutely off. You guys know, I was talking up that game as, you know, for optimal build. Um, yeah, I originally had both fan... I had all three of Van Fleet, uh, Siakam, and Birch, and pivoted off that. Uh, so that hurt, because Siakam went crazy. I just... Toronto's so frustrating. With, with, like, Van Fleet, Lowry, and Siakam, it's literally a guessing game. I was talking about that in the Discord. It's like, Whoever has a good game, who knows? Like, one of them is going to, but good luck trying to figure it out. Everyone went to Van Fleet, and we'll see Ockham that at the big game. Uh, again, Westbrook, as always, had a good game. Obviously got a little bit lucky there to, with overtime. Uh, Sekou was good for value. Like, he was popular. Ken Birch was low-owned. He smashed. I liked him in the mid-range. Crusoe might not come back in the game. Unfortunately, blowout. We'll talk about that. AD also got injured. What I'm really uh, mad at myself for is falling for the Desmond Bain chalk. And I talk about this all the time. And I it happens to me too every once in a while with recency bias, right? I saw Desmond Bain had a 40 fancy point game and a 30 fancy point game his last two games. I'm thinking to myself, okay, you know, I have a you know a little bit easier to just put him in the lineup after seeing that. 
No, right? He still has a low floor. And again, we saw, we've seen it multiple times from him this year. I'm mad at myself for falling for that chalk. I think it was bad chalk. There was much better value plays to the guy, again, like Corey Joseph. Um, there's just a ton of other guys we could have gone to. I'm just really mad for eating that chalk. And he was, he was very popular in high dollar stuff. And I think it was actually a mistake. I'm not sure. He only played 21 minutes, probably, you know, would expect it a little bit more. But still, I think he was a guy that was, was bad chalk in the slate. And I fell for it. And I'm mad at myself. And Goga barely played. The Pacers really basically run like a, they basically ran a seven-man rotation this game. I can't tell you how mad I am because I am furious. I get a low-owned Sabonis last game, floor game. Tonight, 30-point triple-double, basically. Absolutely smashes. Last slate. One or two points away from cashing. 5% owned Aaron Holiday. They use a 10-man rotation, and he goes for 13 fancy points. Tonight, basically seven-man rotation. Aaron Holiday plays like 30 minutes and absolutely crushes. <laughs> Is that not DFS in a nutshell? I am so tilted about that. Um, I knew it would happen too. I knew it would happen with the Pacers. They would go right back to the thin rotation after I talk up the value of the previous slate. <sighs> the good thing is there's a slate tomorrow, but yeah, you guys can tell. Not too happy with that. All right, let's talk about this slate. Enough of tilting, but um, yeah. Pelicans, 76ers, 228.5 over under. 76ers, 8.5 point favorites. Magic, Hornets, 216 over under. Hornets, 9 point favorites. Knicks, Suns, 218 over under. Suns, 6 point favorites. We'll start off with New Orleans and Philly. Tough matchup here for the Pelicans, but they are shorthanded. No Ingram, no Josh Hart still. Adams, doubtful. We're still Zion and Lonzo Ball at the top. I do prefer Lonzo for the discount. Um, after that terrible shooting game, he bounced back and went for 50 fans points at low ownership. I know this is a bad spot, but if this game stays competitive, he's going to play 35 plus minutes. The Pelicans are in must win. Like if they want to get in the playoffs, they have to win. So I think they're going to give him all the minutes he can handle. I think Lonzo's perfectly a, a solid GPP play. Zion at this price, I think I'll just rather get to, to Lonzo. I think I still think he's a valuable play, but obviously don't love the spot. Um, you know, going probably going to have like Ben Simmons on uh, like Embiid maybe for a little bit. So um, yeah, I think I prefer. Lonzo to Zion Williamson. Now Adams is doubtful, so it's probably Hernan Gomez picking up the start. The issue is he's no longer like close to min price. He's 5K, and there's severe risk for foul trouble here against Embiid. So just a little bit worried about it. I know Hernan Gomez is a good point for a guy. It's just a little bit of an uneasy, uneasy feeling. Um, if you think he does get in foul trouble, you probably want to go to a guy Jackson Hayes who will play the backup five, and if he does, he'll come in and play more minutes. So the two centers are both in play. Both have some risk, though. Uh, again, a little bit of uneasy feeling targeting them against Joel Embiid. And then um, with Ingram out, NAW is questionable. We'll have to keep an eye on that. But I would guess it's Nazi Marshall for one that picks up the start. We'll see. If he does start, I think he's a solid value play. Um, also, James Johnson probably plays more so like there's some interesting guys here on the pelicans uh with ingram out so yeah i think it's lonzo of the of the guys at the top i like lonzo good him out for value again you can you can take a shot in either center but i think you guys guys like Najee marshall even a james johnson look pretty decent here on the philadelphia side so there's some blowout risk with the pelicans being shorthanded but if it does stay close it's Embiid, right in 25 minutes he went for 54 fancy points crazy stuff so Embiid, um, I think, is a good GPP play. I don't think I get to anyone else, though, on Philly. 
Boston, Chicago, not a ton I love here. Tatum too pricey. Kemba seems pressed out right. Robert Williams is questionable if he misses. Thompson's a fine play in the mid-range. Um, if if they both end up missing, then, then we could look to guys like Cornette or Taco Fall or something like that. But um, looks like Tristan Thompson will play. On the Chicago side, not a ton here either. Tough matchup. Vooch at 10-4. I mean, how many minutes did he play? In a blowout, he played 31 and crushed. He went for 60 fantasy points tonight. Um, but I, I just think I prefer other stars on, on this slate. Orlando and Chicago. So on the Orlando side, we got to start with Mo Bamba. No Wendell Carter Jr. I think he's one of the better plays of the slate. Should play about 30 minutes. Great point from a guy. Really like Mo. Cole Anthony, last couple games. Minutes trending down, 21-22. I don't want to pay 7K price point for a guy that might play limited minutes. Mo Wagner also lost Mets last game, only 26. A little bit worrisome there. Um, RJ Hampton, it looks like they want to give him all the minutes he can handle. 30 plus the last three games. So, like, Hampton's a pretty solid play, uh, you know, for a value mid range. The rest of the guys, I don't really trust Bacon. I mean, how many minutes did he play last game? 29. You can use them, but again, reliant on the scoring. I'm not playing Chase on Randall. I'm not playing Sindorius Thornwell. Uh, Braz Degas probably gets the minutes as min price. I guess you could do worse. On the Charlotte side, so Lamella Ball, awful game. Awful game tonight. One of 10 shooting, 24 minutes plus the blowout. Um, but, you know, the ownership is going to drop on him after that. So I think he's a fine GPP play, not something really going out of my way to play. Rogier at 8K. Again, these two are both okay GPP options. I don't want to pay 7K for PJ. Uh, McDaniels at 5-2, probably gets about 30 minutes, just a fair option. Malik Monk with the troll game right after, you know, some a lot of people got to him last slate. Uh, o of 8 shooting, 19 fancy points. The next game, 31 minutes and almost 40 fancy points. Uh, again, that's the risk, though. He's not hitting his shots. He does have a somewhat low floor. I'm not really looking to Caleb Martin, uh, assuming he comes off the bench again. And then that's probably it for me for uh, the Charlotte side. Moving on to Minnesota and Miami. So not the best matchup. I'm not really looking to Towns, but Ant-Man and D'Lo, I think, are viable here. D'Lo played 37 minutes the last game. So, yes, it's a bad matchup. But if we're going to get about 35 minutes from D'Lo, I think he's firmly in play. And then, again, Anthony Edwards is really starting to turn it on uh, lately. Uh, last four games, 42, 38, 49, and 66 fancy points. So I think he's still viable for GPPs. Rubio uh, with D'Lo starting, lost a ton of minutes, no interest there. I uh, do want to talk about McDaniels. He, McDaniels, he is out. So I'm guessing it's going to be Hernan Gomez or Vanderbilt. Um, Hernan Gomez has been hovering in the 20 to 25 minute uh, range. He's a guy that can score the ball, and Vanderbilt's also a decent point for a guy. So I'm guessing it's one of those two. Either way, I think both are in play, but would prefer whoever does pick up the start there. Moving on to Miami, so it really just depends on Jimmy Butler. Right now, he's currently questionable. If he's out, it's the same thing, right? It's Bam, and then Nunn, Drogic, and even Ariza. So... Those are the four guys. I think all four look pretty good in a great matchup. Uh, they lost Smith to the blowout last game, but yeah, none. Every time I play him, he does terrible. Every time I fade, he goes for 50. So um, I'll let you guys know what I do in the live stream tomorrow. Drogic, again, should play about 30 minutes. Like These guys are going to play the big minutes. They're going to carry the offense with no Jimmy. And even Ariza, right? He will probably play over 30 minutes. So those four, I think, are firmly in play if Jimmy Butler's out. Now, if Jimmy Butler's in, I'm not really looking to the guards. Then it's probably just Jimmy and Bam themselves at the top there. Here's some Milwaukee. Every person is questionable. Like, look at this roster. One, two, four players are not questionable. Everyone is either questionable or out. I don't know what's going to happen here. Um, I'm guessing they're going to have enough for, for eight-man rotation. Keep an eye on this one. Like, who knows who ends up playing? Whoever does end up playing, like, I like because I, I think it's going to be a pretty short rotation. 
We'll just have to go over this in the live stream tomorrow. It's just impossible to break down right now. But yeah, Houston's definitely a team we can get to from some value if they're going to have like a seven, eight man rotation like last game. On the Milwaukee side, obviously there's severe blowout risk if the game can stay close. It's Giannis for me. Cleveland, Dallas, not a ton here. I think Jared Allen is probably a guy that you can get to in the mid range. Probably plays 35 ish minutes in a close game. I think he's a fair play. And then Chetty Osmond, assuming he starts again, probably gets over 30 minutes. Also, I think a decent play in the mid range. Um, you know, Hartenstein, even Anderson, Verjao got some run. They're actually both good point for minute guys, but like, I don't know if they play a ton in a game that like stays close. So probably can't get to either of them on the Dallas side. Again, I'm probably not going to play Luca, which means he'll go off and I'll be very, very upset. But yeah, Luca is definitely in play at the top. Um, Hardwood Jr. has been starting with Porzingis out. He played 37 minutes. I think he is firmly in play again. Um, if he's going to play like 35 plus minutes, yes, you can go to Hardaway for GBPs. Uh, Brunson, how many minutes did he play tonight? He did play 26, so he played a little bit more. I think he's a fine play in the mid-range. Also, Josh Richardson, I think he played like 20 minutes in the first half. I guess he only finished 29. Um, and then the bigs, yeah, Powell, Cauley-Stein, they both got there. Powell has been great recently. 30, 34, and 37 fans points the last three games. And Cauley-Stein, even in limited minutes, went for 24. I think both guys are definitely in play for value. Still always a little bit of an uneasy feeling, though, ta- uh, targeting Dallas bigs because it's Carlisle. Because there's a chance maybe Boban gets in rotation. Maybe they go melee. Uh, but assuming Powell and Cauley Stein split the sentiments, yes, both are in play here, below 4K, um, and might lean towards Powell based on what we've seen the last three games. All right, four games left, Denver, Utah. I do like Jokic at the top of 10-8, even though it's a bad matchup. He's just going to play huge minutes, and it has insane usage. Um, not super interested in MPJ Composo. The answer is yes, I'm still tilted about the game three games ago when I play him at low ownership. Next two games, 34 and 47 fancy points. Again, DFS in a nutshell. Uh, but Composo should play big minutes. He's a guy that has the peripheral stats floor, so I think he's a decent play at that price. And then um, with Dozier still out and Paul Millsap started last game, assuming Paul Millsap starts again, I actually like him for value. He's a decent point for a guy. He shot terrible three of 13, still went for almost 20 fancy points. I like Millsap if he starts. Also, there's even guys like Austin Rivers is kind of gross. He had a big game last game, but he probably plays close to 30 minutes. Jermichael Green, I think, gets about 20 off the bench, viable. And with Millsap starting, they use McGee as the backup five. We know he's a good point for a guy. He played 18 minutes. He's worth a dart in tournament. So Denver, even though it's a bad matchup, there's guys that I have, I have some interest in. On the Utah side, it's basically the same story, right? Still Mitchell Conley out. It's Clarkson. It's Bojan for GBPs. They both shot well last game. It, again, if they're, if they're shooting well, they have 40-plus fans point upside. Ingles, again, safest option. Should play 30 to 35 minutes. We'll have the ball in his hands. A guy that can get more of the peripheral stats. Um, hasn't really flashed as much upside of guys like Bojan and Clarkson, but probably has a bit, little bit of a higher floor. Royce, Niang, eh, secondary options for me. Lakers, Blazers. Now, this game's interesting. Anthony Davis uh, got injured tonight to no one's surprise. I don't expect him to play since the back-to-back. Uh, this is a fantastic matchup. No LeBron, no AD, no Schroeder, no THT. Who's ready to get trolled by Kyle Kuzma this late? You know he's going to be the chalk, and you know he's probably going to let you down. No, but seriously, like, if everyone out for the Lakers, I think Kuzma's one of the best plays this late. Probably starts, probably plays 35-plus minutes. Great matchup. He is going to be the number one on offense, most likely. So really like Kuzma. Really like Caruso here. He's basically their only point guard. Um, those two, I think, two of the best plays this late. Andre Drummond, playable for GPPs again with AD and uh, LeBron out most likely. He's gonna have to do more offensively. He has this type of floor though, so just be a little bit careful, Drummond. But I think he's certainly in play as well. 
And then, like, keep an eye on who starts. My guess is it's Markeith Morris for AD. If Markeith Morris starts, I like him for value. Uh, KCP probably has to a little bit, do a little bit more. Gross guys like Ben McElmore and Wes Matthews may be even playable. So, yeah, Lakers are a team I definitely have interest in uh, if Anthony Davis is out. And I don't think he, he plays tomorrow. On the Portland side, so the Bosnian Beast uh, in 21 minutes in a blowout. Went for 42 fancy once he had that one dud game against Atlanta. But other than that, he's been really good of late. Uh, I'm not scared of Drummond in the defensive end, so I do like Nurkic there. And Lillard and CJ, if you think this game stays close, they're going to play big minutes. Lillard, but really good of late, 50-plus the last three games, the last four games. So, um, yeah, that's where I'm looking to for Portland. I don't really have interest in Derek Jones Jr. if he starts for Powell. Um, I think it's better value. San Antonio-Sacramento, another game I have interest in. Can we talk about this, the Spurs rotation last game? I know it was a, blo- a 13-man rotation that last game. Like, that is unreal. So, I think the only guys you can really trust are DeRozan and Murray. And I actually like them both here. I think this game does stay competitive. I think we get normal minutes for DeRozan and Murray, which should be about 35-ish for both. And I, this is a game you could see ceilings for both them. So, I actually like both DeRozan and Murray a good amount. The rest of the Spurs roster, good luck. I have no idea what Popovich is going to do. Pirtle, I know it was a ball last game. Only played 13, but the previous game, 20. I would guess he probably plays 25 to 30. And if he, if I knew Pirtle was in by close to 30 minutes, I would like him here. But a little bit weary based on what we've seen recently. Um, again, the rest of the Spurs, so you can take shots and got like a Rudy Gay. He's a decent point per minute guy. Um, but there's not, nothing I really feel comfortable with. On the Sacramento side, assuming Fox and Barnes are out, it's the same situation. I really like these Kings. Buddy Heald. Again, with all those guys out, he does way more than peripheral stats. Those people aren't talking about, right? They're saying he's more score independent. Last two last two games, 11 boards, 4 assists, 8 boards, 8 assists. He just has the ball in his hands way more when those guys are out. He's going to play about 40 minutes. Um, I do like healed even at that price. And then DeLon Wright, uh, assuming that both those guys are out, I think is one of the best plays of the slate. Even at 6'8", should play close to 40 minutes. A guy that has triple-double upside. Um, really like DeLon Wright. Holmes is viable. He's been bad last couple games. 26 and 25 fancy points. He still has upside, right? He can still go for 40 plus. We've seen it from him. We haven't seen it recently. And then Marvin Bagley also really like on the slate. Should play 30 plus minutes. Um, so those are the four I look to. Probably Davis you can go to off the bench. I'm still tilted about him only playing 20 minutes when he was smashing. And the previous game played 31. So a little bit hard to trust with minutes. Harkless, I've tried that enough. I'm not doing it. So, all right. Final game here in New York, Phoenix. There's not much here. Two good defensive teams, two slow teams. It's kind of gross. I don't think I get to any of the main guys. Quickly is uh, doubtful. So, you know, does D. Rose play more or does Alfred Payton play more? Not sure. Um, Alfred Payton is 3-3. I know he hasn't been playing huge minutes, but maybe instead of like 15, we get like 25 from him, which actually would make him in play at, at basically min price. I'm just not sure if those minutes go to him or go to like D. Rose. Um, so that's the only tricky part there. And then on the Phoenix side... It's a tough matchup. Like, I just don't have much here. I know Booker, Paul, they've had some upside games, but this is, again, a much worse spot. Um, it's just nothing I really like. Cam Johnson, questionable. I don't really care. Like, I don't really want to play Tory Craig at 3-5. Um, yeah, it's just probably, probably a game I mostly stay away from. So that is going to do it for the video today, guys. If you have been enjoying the content so far, I would really appreciate if you could leave a like button on the video, subscribe if you haven't already, and hit the notification bell so you don't upload videos, you don't want to go live. Thanks again, guys. Have a good night, and I'll see you all tomorrow in the live stream.